Hey, welcome to the program. I'm Emilio Desperado, and I'll be here with you for the remainder of this hour. So we're talking real estate on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show, of course. And each and every week, we have on different guests, uh, which give us their take on the market or on different segments of the market that they cover. And this is all so that you have the information you need to understand when it's the right time to buy or sell real estate, when it's the right time to hold them or fold them, you know, you're holding all the cards, right? So uh, we're a resource for you here. And throughout the show, I'm going to go ahead and throw my phone number out there. You can feel free to text or call me with any questions. This is my direct line, 401-359-2338. So, so Rhonda is the team lead of the Alpern and Messenberg uh, group over at Keller Williams Coastal. Um, she's a fantastic real estate agent. She's out there. She's top-notch, does top sales in the Rhode Island market. And this is one of the reasons why I asked her to come on the program because, you know, I want our listeners to know that there's different takes and there's different ways to analyze data and look at things, but also it's nice to have a third party come in and give us their take on the current market, right? And this is what it's all about. It's about transparency. It's about collaboration. And that's one of the wonderful things about being a realtor is we get to all work together and understand the market together and help our clients together. So uh, Rhonda, welcome to the program. Really great to have you. Thank you so much, Emilio. I'm so excited to be here and I really appreciate the invitation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're very welcome. So, you know, we're we're just at the tail end of 2023 and, uh, you know, it's it's been a year of ups and downs. A lot of real estate agents have left the business. I heard something around 100,000 nationwide have left the business. And I kind of wanted to pick your brain on, on that and then a variety of other real estate market trends. Sound right. good? Yeah, awesome. All right, awesome. Yeah, thanks for for coming on. So, what do you think it is? Why do you think there's so many real estate agents that are leaving the industry right now? You know that that's a really interesting question, and um, and when asked that question in the past, I usually you know answer it like this: is that depending on when those real estate agents got into the market. So I got my license in 2007. I was just coming into the market as the market was completely falling apart. And I, I really had to fight for every accomplishment that I had as a new agent in the market. So I came into a market that was challenging and I had to learn the right skills to be able to move my business forward. And I think when, when times get tough and back then, a lot of agents also got out of the market. And I think, you know, when, when agents come into the market and maybe it's not quite so challenging, they don't really get an opportunity to really learn those tough skills that you need to make it through a harder market. So I think maybe some of those agents are, are getting out because, you know, all of a sudden the market is turning, you know, business, maybe their business is down and they're struggling and it just feels like, you know what? I, I just can't do this if this is the way the market is going to be. So I've always said, even to agents that are getting their license now, this is the best time to get your real estate license because you are going to learn what you need to. And if you can survive in a yep. challenging market, you can survive in any market. Solid point. I, you know, it's kind of like throw me in the fire, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to extinguish it. I'm gonna learn how to get out of it or sometimes make it bigger and, and, you know, manipulate the fire to work for me. Right. Like yeah. it's, you know, I believe that challenging times make the best of the best and it's like practice, right. It's like, if you didn't have the challenging time and if, 
And if you didn't have the practice to get through it and fight through it with anything in life, right, it's not going to mold you. It's not going to, uh, it's, it's, it's just not going to make you who, who you could be. And I see a lot of real estate agents thinking things are so much easier. They're getting into the business. They see the stuff on TV and then they're like, oh my gosh, I got a prospect. I got a cold call. I got to, you know, I got to work a network. I have to contact my sphere of influence. Like, yes, yes. Yes, um, yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well said, Rhonda. Thanks for that. Now, the real estate market, um, the current market right now, like, can you, can you explain where we are in the real estate market now and then your forecast for 2024? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, none of us have that crystal ball for what's coming in the future. We can only listen to the experts and the analysts and, you know, those that are in the financial industry that we that we're all staying tuned to for the for updates. I mean, obviously, we all know that here in this current market, I mean, as we've seen over the last few years, inventory is low. It's still very low. So it remains a seller's market. Prices are still elevated from from where they were. Now we're dealing with interest rates that are hitting, you know, the high sevens. I think they touched into the eights. I mean, you know, so we have all of these things kind of just, you know, coming up in, in this market right now that that consumers are facing, that real estate advisors are facing, trying to guide their, trying to guide their clients. And from from the experts that I listen to, like Goldman Sachs and you know those sorts of experts, you know it sounds like in 2024, right? Um, everybody refers to it as you know um, going back to like Game of Thrones, winter is coming, right? That 2024, it's going to maybe be a year where real estate sales are down. I actually heard a um, a speculation, right? This, like I said, no crystal ball. This is all speculation. But heard a speculation that in 2024, the number of sales may be down under, right? They may be at like 3.8 million or something for, yeah. right? Which is a lot lower than what we have been seeing. So yeah. it sounds to me like 2024 is going to be a year that, you know, we're going to all have to get through. And then mm -hmm. perhaps at the end, and as we get into 2025, things may start to settle down. Interest rates may settle down you know, a, a little bit. So I think it's going to be an interesting year coming up. And I think we all have to be ready for it. People still have to sell. People still have to buy during those times. So right. as real estate advisors, and I know you have an amazing team over there, Angles and Volkers, we all just have to be ready to help guide our clients through that, through the, those transactions. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, back in 2022, there was over 5 million homes sold across the country this year. I think we're on pace to hit 4.1 million. And next year, I think it's interesting, um, you know, cause I've heard a lot of the same, maybe 3.8 million, but you got to figure too, like if you're a real estate agent and listening to this, and we'll talk about how this affects everybody differently. If you're a real estate agent and listening to this, it's, if you're out there, if you're networking, if you're prospecting, if you're talking with your clients all the time and clients you've helped previously buy or sell, you notice how I didn't say past clients, they're all, they should always be clients. You know, um, when you're doing that and everything you need to be doing, increasing your marketing during this time, you're going to gobble up more market share. And that number of homes sold will not affect you because there's always homes sold. There's fewer realtors doing it and there's fewer realtors doing it at such a high level. So be out there and do that. And also, I think for the consumers, like you said, Rhonda, you hit the nail on the head. There's always people buying or selling. I agree with you 100%. There's never, ever been a time in any 
any MLS where there's been zero sales over the course of a month or, or even close to it. Right. So, you know, I, I think if anything, here's, here's, here's my thought, right. Is that, um, the buyers who are going to really do well next year, I think it's going to turn uh, more of a balanced market. And you're going to find that the sellers who are selling, getting all that high equity and are in a position where they can purchase a home cash, they can move to a market like Alabama or Hartford, Connecticut, or, you know, the different, the different markets that are up and coming still, you're going to do really, really well because you're going to be going into those markets, not worrying about, the interest rates, you can buy properties, you can negotiate, you can do inspections, you can do all of those things. Um, and I think you're going to be in a good spot. So it's not one size fits all. And this is why, you know, talking with somebody like Rhonda or myself or, you know, a reputable real estate advisor in the area is really where it's all at. So Rhonda, you know, really great having you on the program today. Um, I'm going to throw our your phone number out to the consumers as well, because you know what? Somebody may like your style. They may want to talk with you. And I would love uh, if, if, you know, to, to make that connection happen. So 401-326-2928. All right. Rhonda is located right in the East Greenwich market over here and services all of Rhode Island. Do you do mass in Connecticut as well? Um, I am licensed in Connecticut as well. Uh, I'm originally from Connecticut. And we also have team members that service Massachusetts. So we do service all three states. Fantastic. Awesome. So Rhonda Messenborg uh, with Keller Williams with the Alpern and Messenborg uh, group. Is it group or team? It's or group. You group. got it. It's group. All right. Good, 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 good. <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you again, Rhonda, for being here with us. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I'll talk to you soon, Emilio. You're very welcome. Awesome. Good stuff. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here in a couple of minutes. Uh, this segment has been brought to you by Engel and Volkers. Be right back. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Emilio Desperado, and uh, I'll be here with you the remainder of this hour. We've got on some really bright, shining stars here in the Rhode Island and international markets of real estate coming on, sharing their expertise, their wisdom with all things involving real estate. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but the typical real estate transaction has over 52 professionals involved in it. It's pretty wild. So, you know, as realtors, we're talking, we're collaborating with all of these parties. And one of those parties, a key, key component to that is a moving company, right? You need to make sure that selling a home and moving out goes off without a hitch. No holes in the walls, no broken floors, you know, the doors put back on the right way. I mean, everything has to be tippity top, right, right with the house. Never mind making sure your furniture gets safe from point A to point B. So with inclement weather, okay, on the rise, of course, as we're going into the winter, I wanted to invite uh, the best mover I know, and that's George Metz, fourth generation mover, George Metz of G Metz Moving and Storage, to talk with us about how to deal with inclement weather and moving, how they handle their clients with this. George, welcome back to the program. Appreciate having yeah. you here. Yeah, th thanks for having us. We appreciate being here like always. And yeah. uh, as we always go over, um, just helpful tips. And today, as you said, inclement weather. Um, the if, snow, the rain, the sleet, the, the ice, the, the snow, all of that. Unfortunately, I think we're gonna. I think this is the year, Rhode Island and southeastern Mass, New England. I think this is the year we're gonna be buried in a lot of snow. Yeah, um, let's go. Just, bring it. 
just from the way the weather has been the last few months with all the rain. So to me, um, we have done a lot of different things to assist all of our clients during the rain. Um, that is going to fall over into the snowy season. Uh, again, whether it does or doesn't happen, you want to be prepared just in case. Right. Okay. So a lot of our most recent helpful tips are for the rain side of it is you definitely want to try to keep a few extra towels or just an extra few things available for just wiping down areas. I mean, we're going to show up with floor protection. We're going to put down moving blankets. We're going to put down floor runners. So that is going to assist with keeping the water tracking minimal. It's going to help keep mud down to a minimum. But also, you still want to have the ability to wipe it down as, as the customer, right? Um, have the ability to go in, wipe the floor quickly with a, a towel. Again, our moving blankets are not absorbent, so that isn't going to be helpful. Uh, but it is going to stop us from tracking stuff through the home. Um, but you have the ability to, again, dry it. Um, when it comes to the snow time of the year, you're going to want to make sure that you have some ice melt. You want to make sure that you didn't pack up your snow shovels because, again, right up till move day, you want to have access to that stuff. Um, so for us, again, in the winter, we normally have a, about a five and a half gallon bucket on each truck of ice melt or something to just try to keep up with it if we need to. Um, but not all the time can that happen, especially with some of the New England storms. One minute, it's uh, half an inch, and then you go in, you're padding the furniture, you're getting everything prepared, you're shrink wrapping. Uh, the crews are going a little bit further on those days to protect the stuff. So those things are definitely some things that can extend the customer's estimate as well. Um, you know, there's, there's a different time of the year in the spring where moving is much quicker. Uh, summer is much quicker when it comes to being able to pad the stuff and get it on the truck. Um, in the winter, we might have to shrink wrap it. It might have to. There might have. There might. We might have to add an additional step to that. Um, to prepare it. George, you bring up a really solid point there about the time it takes, right? So to have think about this, our consumers, right? Pay someone if you need to, to shovel your drive, to shovel the walkway, you know, that might cost 40 to $80. Right. Having a professional moving crew with a truck there is going to, I don't care if it's the cheapest mover you find, is going to cost you more. They're not snow removal experts. Right. So I think that that's, that's one of my biggest takeaways from this conversation. As, as simple as it is, George, like people don't think of that sometimes. Right. I mean, and again, our, our guys aren't going to show up and say your driveway isn't plowed. You're, you're just going to handle it. Here. They're, they're just going to handle it. But at yeah. that point, depending on your crew size, you're going to be paying X amount of dollars per hour. Where, you know, again, Amelia, we're from a different generation where you would walk, I would walk outside with a shovel, you know, in, in my, my young age of before owning a business, I was the neighborhood kid with the shovel, right? Um, you yeah. don't see that much anymore. But at the end of the day, professional snow removals, your your maybe your landscapers that you're already dealing with, do that professionally. They're very efficient with it. Just give them a call to say, hey, in the next few days, I am moving. Um, is there any way you could have me as your first client that day for removal? Or yeah. or so so you definitely want to again be prepared. Um, our guys are going to show up as best prepared as possible. Again, we have snow shovels for our trucks, but again, it's not the ideal thing. You don't want to pay movers to, to move the snow out of the way. Um, you want to be prepared on that side. 
you want to understand that it is going to take a little bit longer if there is some sort of precipitation, whether it's rain or snow, it's going to take a little bit longer than your estimate because again, we're covering a little bit of that, but we're not looking, you know, if the client is calling, hey, uh, November 20th, we're going to be moving. Well, we can't even look out that far for weather to give them a rough <laughs> idea. Is it going to rain that day? Could it snow? Uh, we're giving on our estimates the best worst case scenario. So I, I say that and I was like, well, how the best in the worst case? So we're giving the best accurate estimate based on the information that is provided to us. From there, we're looking at worst case scenario, there's a longer walk. Uh, if it's going in or out of an apartment complex, the elevator, we have to share it with multiple people. We're giving you the worst case scenario of the best plan, right? Got it. Um, and then from there, okay, it rains, it snows. The guys are still going to move as fast and efficiently as they were before. But now, again, it might take a, a, a second more to shrink wrap an item. It might take a little bit longer to make sure that the floors are staying um, dry, staying, safe. staying dry, staying Not slick. <laughs> exactly. Not slick. We don't want a client falling. We don't want a neighbor if we're in uh, a double situation or um, again, even even just being at a townhouse, uh, a lot of the times you're climbing the stairs outside. Oh yeah. And, you know those things have to be cleaned. We can only do so much to keep up with it. Uh, but those are going to be things that are going to throw off the estimate George, a little bit. Yep. George, what happens? Let's say you have you know a mover go in and slip and fall. You know, like walking in the threshold of someone's house or on their stairs outside, right? Who's if if that person gets hurt, right? I'm curious. Does the moving company have insurance that because realtors we don't have insurance that covers that it goes on homeowners insurance who yep. like who would be responsible for that? So for us, we are fully licensed and insured to provide moving services throughout Rhode Island, Mass, and Connecticut on a regular basis. Yep. With that, we have a workman's comp policy, a workers' compensation policy. Therefore, if the guys are injured during any of their duties on the job. Um, they, we cover it. So the homeowner's insurance is fully wiped clean. The homeowner has no financial responsibility for the mover showing up. So it's huge. Um, it, it is huge. And people underestimate that because, again, I have been doing this my entire life, uh, four generations worth, like you said earlier. And to me, clients will say, oh, or, or future clients will say, well, the, play, the price seems great, but I could go to, ABC truck rental company. And I, I, you know, I could do it myself over the weekend. I don't work weekends. Well, that's great. But what happens when it does snow, your, your closing gets adjusted a little bit. Now you have to rent a truck for a couple days longer than what you thought, because something happened where when you hire the professional, you're getting that professional service. So when things yeah. change, when things adjust, you're, you're calling a professional to deal with, not the rental company to say, I don't know what to do now because I need your truck longer. So Yes, you might save some money up front, maybe, but when it doesn't go exactly to plan, it the cost can can climb pretty quickly. That's just for the cost. Never mind you slip, you fall, you're the homeowner. Um, now you're out of work longer. One of your friends slip and fall. You you you're trying to do it yourself for the cheap, and at the end of the day, it doesn't work because again, something happens. Uh, Outside of that, again, you damage a piece of furniture, that's fine. Somebody rolls their ankle and they're out of work for a month, 
that's how, how do you how do you assist as the homeowner that just purchased the house to help yeah, your friend yeah. that can't go to work anymore? You know, yeah, we have we have seen it, we have heard it, and and it's difficult. Um, but again, with us, our guys, if they slip and fall, it comes back to us. We're putting in the claim. It doesn't go against the homeowner. Um, if the homeowner did see it, we might just ask, hey, would you mind just writing, you know, an accident report of what you saw? That's that's going to be about it. Um, you know, insurance might ask for pictures of where it happened. But other than that, I mean, it's very little bit of an inconvenience for the customer um, for dealing with that situation instead of going through insurance and everything else on their side. And those are the things that really can't be overlooked. I mean, when you're looking at risk, especially in inclement weather, and you're looking at, you know, making sure you're, you're protecting your assets, you're selling your home, you're moving into another one, you don't want to be dealing with problems going weeks and months ahead. You want to just go ahead and settle on in. And, and that's one of the peace of mind things that you get with GMATs moving in storage, uh, especially in inclement weather. So, George, really appreciate you coming on today, talking about this subject. I know a lot of our, our listeners, a lot of our buyers and sellers are just curious how that all works. And uh, and I learned a couple of new things today, which is always fantastic. Hey, listen, if you're tuning in and you need a moving company, feel free to reach out to the best in the business, GMets with a Z, moving.com. Again, GMets with a Z, moving.com or 401. 401- 383-6399. Give GMATS a call. They'll help you out with your move and you are going to be happy with them. I guarantee that. George, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Always a pleasure. My pleasure. I'll see you Friday for breakfast, man. We'll see, see you there. Then. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Great job, George. Uh, Thank you guys. Good stuff. You're very welcome. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back in a couple of minutes. This segment was powered by GMATS Moving and Storage. Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Desperado. And, uh, you know, we've had such a fun show. Great show today. Really love having the guests that we have come on and really fortunate to have them here. You know, part of being uh, at and with Engel and Volkers, uh, our real estate firm, uh, the best part about it in my mind is our network. Okay. And they always say, you know, the old adage, your network is your net worth. And when you're surrounded by people doing things at the highest levels, at the best caliber, and you are in all of the markets in which people and money move, it is uh, set up for success and it's here for our clients. So no matter where you're looking in the world, we have advisors at Engel and Volkers with over 1,100 locations, 17,000 advisors. <laughs> and some of the top-notch people in uh, in the industry. So today, I invited Yvonne Welty, and she's coming in from Seattle, right? Engel Volker's Mercer Island, which is in that Seattle area. She's an unbelievable advisor. And, you know, we have a lot of clients that are actually moving either from west to east or east to west. And we figured it would be a great opportunity to talk with her about, you know, navigating the Pacific Northwest real estate market uh, in this market and offering a sense of calm in the storm. Nice title, Yvonne. She came up with that. I got to give her credit for that. But uh, without further ado, Yvonne, welcome to the program. Good morning. Thank you, Emilio, for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. And really, um, it's been a pleasure getting to know you and, and learning more about the, the Spirito whole network. You guys have an amazing team out there. 
Thank you. We do. And thanks for being a part of that. I mean, we've already, you and I have already exchanged some referrals back and forth. We're working with some of your clients that are coming here, looking in Connecticut. And uh, I send some folks that are moving from Coventry, Rhode Island, out your way. They want to be next to what? I think Mount Olympus, Mount Olympia. Uh, Yeah. The Olympic State Park, kind of the national, yeah, out here and and just kind of coming back to their, to their roots. So it's been a pleasure working with them. Wow, that's awesome. So Yvonne, you know, there's there's a lot of things, um, you know, happening and changing in the market. And there's, you know, we've got war, we've got inflation, we've got, you know, um, high interest rates, we've got all these things happening. And the consumers are just bombarded with all of this negative BS, which is, you know, you know, some of it's real, I get it. But really, it's a lot of it is inflated and pushed out and and, and cause for fear because people react off of fear. They buy off of fear. You know, I heard something saying that Americans are going out consuming more and more and more because they're nervous that like, this is like the end. And you know what? I got to tell people, and I love the title of your segment about remaining calm. You know, it's, you got to step back take a breather and you have to have guidance from people that are going to keep you cool and calm through this. So Yvonne, I'm curious on your take about the current market, you know, in the Seattle area, how things are, where you see things going. Um, Honestly, there's a, there's definitely a shift in the market, right? And everyone that is um, again, listening to the media and really just kind of honing in on right? What the news is sharing, what everyone's talking about and conversations at dinner tables. It's how's the market? You know, as soon as someone hears you're a a real estate advisor, how's the market? What's happening? And it just comes back to conversations with people and really honing in on what is their need, what is their vision and how can we help them navigate, right? Because everyone's situation is different. So if, you know, someone has just really amazing credit and so much equity in their home and they're wanting to sell and downsize, let's talk about that, right? There's ways to make it work where they don't have to, they're not affected by these high, high interest rates. Um, There's tools and there's resources and it just comes back to to really connecting with people and having those um, conversations with them. You know, you hit the nail on the head in a couple of ways. And 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 this is what, and people might say, she's a real estate advisor. So agent versus advisor. An agent is transactional. An advisor is there guiding their clients, not only now, uh, but through the lifelong relationship. And, you know, it could be anything. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, if they need a plumber, they need to know where to go out to eat. They need the great, the best table at the local restaurant, whatever it is. But, but Yvonne, you said, you know, different people have different situations and some people are selling high and they're able to take the equity and go purchase either locally or in another market. Um, And that's right. And talk about those types of sellers and buyers. Like what are the other advantages that they have going in now, taking that equity and doing a small mortgage or going cash? Like in a market where more inventory, where inventory is increasing, and, um, you know, there seems to be less competition with other buyers and talk about their advantages. So, um, I have, you know, a few buyers that are, um, they have quite a bit of equity in their homes. And so they're, you know, looking to, to do some cash offers and all of that, but they're still listening to the media and kind of operating in that fear. And yeah. as soon as I kind of remove them from the, hey, the the interest rates don't apply to you if you're coming in cash. Like, let's just turn off the noise and focus on what you want, what you need. 
And also there's all of the, right. As soon as you have a cash buyer, cash is king. And it's definitely a time for, you know, helping to, um, helping a buyer to really get some of those concessions back and maybe lower uh, offer price than, you know, what the list price is um, really helping to, to kind of put things back in their court um, where we're not having to wave contingencies. We're not having to, right. That competition factor isn't there as much because they're coming in cash. So they're, they definitely have um, leverage. Um, there's definitely, when it comes to a seller, it's just understanding some of those concessions and preparing them for what they might see. Right. And so it's just kind of a, it all comes back to like the dance of the, the whole real estate transaction and having those conversations. Um, and it should be a win-win. There should never be someone that is, you know, settling and, and, you know, walking away all mopey. It's just, it's a conversation. That's right. Yeah. And that, that's, you know, that's so true about any kind of negotiations. Negotiation is where both parties feel satisfied. And that's, yeah. that's where a transaction really wins. That's where you win. Does it always happen like that? No, that's kind of impossible dealing with, with humans. But I think the majority of the time that that's, you know, that's where we're getting, that's where we're aiming at, you know, and when you're talking about contingencies, okay, and, and the buyers, you know, strong equity situation when they're selling and buying, they have a good chunk of cash. Um, let's talk about those contingencies. What are those? Are you talking inspections? Are you talking, you know, appraisal? What exactly are you talking about? Yes. And how so is it a plus for them? Definitely. So waiving uh, inspections, right? A different market. Buyers were waiving inspections, waiving all kinds of things just to be able to get that house. And so now yeah. buyers definitely don't have, they have some time, right? There's definitely um, ways that we can work some concessions uh, from the seller and have these buyers not having to waive inspections, not having to, to go in and have to repair all the things by themselves. Anything that you know comes up on an inspection report, sewer inspection, septic inspection, there's ways that we can definitely help those buyers where they're not out of pocket for those details. So um, yeah, it's definitely, again, just kind of com coming back to those um, details and really helping a buyer to understand that it doesn't always come back to, you know, they're behind the eight ball. It's definitely a way for them to, and to build their wealth. And it doesn't always have to look like their dream home, right? It could be a small, it could be a townhome, it could be a, con a condo or something that is uh, just a way to help them get down that path of building wealth. That's right. And, you know, and, and, and going back to the inspection thing, Yvonne, like, you know, there's been times where, you know, I've heard of buyers in, in, in the recent past market, they, they go in and they, they waive inspections and come to find out, you know, there's defects in the property, a dead septic system that's 25, 30, 40, 50, 60 grand in some homes, you know, so there's, there's large ticket items like that where people they had, they not had, but they were in a situation if they really wanted to win the bid. Yeah, I guess they had to waive these contingencies, or they were overpaying the appraised value, right? Um, and all of that really boils down to depending on the price range, it could be a hundred, two hundred, three hundred plus thousand dollars. We've seen it, and now you're not spending that crazy extra money. Uh, you're more or less starting to be in the driver's seat 
buyers yeah. of cash in certain markets. And we really need to monitor this. And you really need to be speaking with an advisor that can give you that guidance in their local marketplace. So um, definitely want you to tap into our network here at England Volkers. And, you know, if you're looking to, 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 to relocate to that Mercer Island area or Seattle or anywhere around there, Yvonne Welty is the person I recommend down in that area. And you can either call me direct or you can contact her at 253 253- Two seven nine eight two seven four. Again, that's two five three two seven nine eight two seven four. Reach out, tell her you heard it on Emilio's show. Good stuff, Yvonne. Thank you so much for coming in here with us so bright and early uh, from Seattle. Pleasure. Thank you, Emilio. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Good to see you. Awesome. All right, great. Stay tuned. We've got Rhode Island Blogger, the top five events happening here in Rhode Island up next. This uh, this segment was powered by Engel and Volkers, Mercer Island. Be right back in two minutes. Thanks. Awesome. On the line with us, we've got the one and only Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. Jen's here with us each and every week talking about the top five real estate events. And the real estate events. Wow, I got real estate on my mind. Talking about the top events that are mostly non-real estate here in Rhode Island. Jen, welcome back. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. What's what's up? What do we got going on? We're approaching Thanksgiving. We're approaching Christmas, New Year's, wild. What's up? That's my first event is actually Christmas themed. Yeah. Um, a Christmas Carol starts November 9th and continues until December 31st at Trinity Trinity Rep. Um, it's you know one of Rhode Island's family holiday traditions. It's reimagined anew every year, so many people return year after year. Um, each show evokes the magic and spirit of the season, guided by three ghosts and Jacob Marley, Ebenezer Scrooge will embark on a heartwarming journey of redemption. Um, and you can learn more about times at trinityrep.com, but definitely have a while to put that in your holiday traditions. This is new this year. This sounds great too. November 9th, 16th, and 30th is Thamesgiving Thursdays in Newport. Um, enjoy a day of holiday shopping, socializing, and giving back. There'll be lots of exciting surprises and specials in store for the entire family. Um, and visitors will be invited to partake in the fun and festive Copper Pumpkin Passport scavenger hunt across um, 80 Thamesgiving. I know it was 80 Thamesgiving participants um, where they'll be challenged to find a hidden Copper Pumpkin in each store. And you'll be entered to win fabulous raffle prizes. And also local businesses will be choosing nonprofit local organizations to donate to this season. So it's it's a giving back event as well as a holiday theme shopping event. Uh, the Polar Express brings the magic back for the holiday season every Friday to Sunday, starting November 19th to December 19th. Join the Blackstone Valley Tourism Council for the holiday family-friendly event. Um, it's a 90-minute train ride. It'll take you to the North Pole and will be filled with singing games um, and a reading of the classic tale, The Polar Express. There'll also be a visit from Santa. The conductor will punch your special golden ticket and you can enjoy hot chocolate and a cookie during your trip. Um, and each child also receives a golden, uh, sorry, a silver bell. As Saturday, November 11th is the Rhode Island Music Hall of Fame Legends Show at the Historic Park Theater at 7 p.m. The 2023 edition features five all-star inductees on one stage. The night will show you why these musician, musicians are in the Hall of Fame. Um, inductees include Duke Robillard, Steve Smith and the Nakeds, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, Riz and Sugar, Wet, Sugar Ray. Um, doors open at 6 and the show starts at 7. 
And more on the music, last but not least, Friday, November 10th is the Acute Inflections Jazzy R&B Vibes in Providence from 6.30 to 10 at Music Mansion. Um, you've probably seen New York City's jazzy, sassy, yet classy couple on HBO or Amazon, but this is your chance to see Acute Inflections in person. Um, if you love everything from Billie Holiday to Erica Badu, then you'll definitely love this show. So that's definitely worth checking out. Um, tickets are selling fast, so... The link to tickets is right on the event. Awesome. Yeah, is that all five? <laughs> That's all five. Wow. Awesome, Jen. Thank you so much. And look, if you are interested in seeing what else is happening out there and tracking the weekly events that are happening in Rhode Island, you can find it all at riblogger.com. Jennifer, thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great week. You're very welcome. Thank you. Awesome. What a great show today. I'd like to thank Ethan, our producer, uh, for making sure that the show goes off without a hitch. Thank you so much. Jennifer Jaber, riblogger.com. George Metz of GMets Moving and Storage. Rhonda Messenborg of Alpern and Messenborg Group over at Keller Williams for sharing some market insights. And also Yvonne Weltley with... Um, Engel and Volkers, Seattle, for jumping on talking about the West Coast market, the Seattle market. We've got advisors all over the world. If you need anything here in Rhode Island, Mass, or Connecticut, we can help you locally. If you need anything outside of there, still give me a shout and I'll make sure that you're treated extremely well and taken care of by the best in the business, whatever market you're going to selling or buying, 401 359 2338. I'd like to thank you, our listeners, uh, for being here with us each and every week. And if this is your first time joining, hope to hear. Uh, hope that you're here again next week. Thank you so much. God bless you. I'm Emilio Desperado with Engel and Volkers signing off. See you later.